How much time is this nigga spending on the intro? Lately I've been feeling like God pierced a memento. I just set the bar and niggas fall under it like the limbo. Welcome to everybody. We're Sean and Tommy. Tommy right here. How's everybody doing tonight? This is Sean. We in this thing. All right, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I kind of had like a interesting week of just like random funny thoughts. Yeah. If I oh, had to really put man. it out there. All right. First thing that. <laughs> First thing I wanted to say is, uh, I guess, congratulations to Bill Cosby for uh, yeah, getting out on a technicality. Yeah, about time. Yeah, I don't right, think he's, he's going to die in prison. Sheesh. I, I, I really thought it was going to be like that. Like somebody was really going to try to like try him, like his his week getting out or something like that. Right. Or at least have a story about him getting beat up or something like that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm pretty sure he was on his own little wing there. He wasn't in the the general community uh, community of the prison. So. Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, he I'm is. sure he was in the same prison as like Martha Stewart. Yeah, like that. yeah. It's like a, got a knitting class yeah. and some <laughs> bowling and shit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So no, I, that was just one of the thoughts. And the last thing that kind of led in my head was, do you consider R. Kelly an actor? No, not okay, an actor. I never seen him in nothing. Yeah. No, because I kind of. I kind of flip flop my mind on well, I guess he music was a, videos. I guess that's he was acting a, because they hire actors. Yeah, he was acting in those uh, little pornos he shot, though. He I, yeah, yeah he, got, he got some great camera work. Out. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, he was acting in those, so I guess so. No, because I keep I kept thinking about all those trapped in the closet yeah. videos, and that that damn thing was like a movie. Just watching that, I ain't gonna lie, I got trapped in that that fucking holes just going down that like. Like, oh man, what's happening next? Like, it was a midget, like, like, like on a skateboard. Like, I'm like, oh man, he's a cop. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, it was just like, oh man, like R. Kelly, like he really was trying to do his acting shit. Right. Every time he in the museville, he crying like in the rain yeah, or something like that. Yeah. Like, oh. He got one where he's boxing in the ring. But, uh, oh, nobody believe that shit. Yeah, yeah. So he's. Uh, I don't think he's getting out no time soon. So yeah. nah, that just went straight to that. Like Bill Cosby, yeah. Like they gonna try to R. Kelly, try to get no, him out. I don't think so. I Hell think he ain't no. been in there long enough. Bill Cosby was in there for a while, two years maybe. Yeah, yeah something like that. It so, went by fast. It too. did though. It did. Yeah. <clears throat> and I started kind of feel bad for Mister Pudding Pop. Man. I was like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, all this shit caught up with him. They, they ought to be ashamed of themselves putting Bill Cosby through that. Man, this dude's eighty six years old. Let's sit his old ass down. So, oh, this, yeah. Yeah, that was just one of those things. So, how, how's your week been? Oh uh, man, well you know, Fourth of July was here, came and went. Uh, we were off from you know Friday to Tuesday, so that was that was the best part of it. Um, I got to hang out with some friends, went bowling. Um, Went out to eat a couple times, watched um, the fireworks Friday. You know, Fort Wayne's getting terrible with their fireworks. They last for like 10 minutes. You know, I mean, where I live, I'm kind of positioned to where I can see them. I don't have to go amongst the, the rest of the population. I wasn't even in Fort Wayne yeah. to watch that bullshit. Oh, really, man? They no motherfuckers was... threw a couple sparklers up in the air, and that was it. <laughs> man, like, yeah, that's it? Dang, man, we got to do better than that. And if you go to, like, a lake or any place where there's a, a, a big, you know, a country gathering, man, they throw bigger fireworks than we oh, do, you know what yes, I mean? so, they do. Let me tell yeah, you about so. it. Oh, man. So where were you at? I was at a, I was at a campground with my, my family oh, and yeah, in-laws. Camping and, and uh, shit. It yeah. was a uh, Indian Springs campground, mm-hmm. so shout out to y'all. Yeah, but good God Almighty, man, I I ain't gonna lie, man. That was one of the the most rednecketest <laughs> places I have ever been to oh, in man. my life. Those are sundowners. You gotta be careful, man. No, yeah. man, because even my wife was looking around. She's like, first off, it was like stupid crowded. Yeah. For that campground this time of year, because I think we went there like a few years ago. It wasn't packed like that. Like. Mm-hmm. Elbow to elbow, like every campsite was booked up. Now there's a there's a few things that come to mind when you go to a campground that lets you know that it's a little bit too white trashy for black people to go to. 
Number one, there is a plethora of American flags <laughs> oh, everywhere. Oh, yes. No matter what. Yes, and it's no on the back what. of a truck or, yeah. Even yeah. if that flag is a fuck Trump tra- yeah, uh, flag or yeah, fuck yeah. Biden, which I saw a lot of. Yeah. And it's like, okay, I, I get it. Now y'all political. That's cool. Right, you know, right. I appreciate y'all opinion, but See, good yeah, God almighty. I don't like all that. So It's yeah. like, it was kind of like why. And another thing that I see a lot is, there's a lot of leg and neck tattoos. Oh yeah, oh, a yeah. lot of those. A, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of guys walking around with no shirts, with uh, jeans and boots. Oh yeah, oh yeah. See a they, lot of they those. Tough. They got they, their trucker hat on. Yep. They got they, <laughs> they they got they beer in their hand. No matter what, that beer stays in their hand <laughs> like it's velcroed in there. So you guys were camping in like a tent. Oh, okay. Let me make myself very uh, clear. Let me make myself me. very we clear. We already talked about this. My family goes camping. I go there during the day, and then I take my ass to a house <laughs> with air conditioning. Yes, and no, internet. that's where I like. Yeah, because no, <laughs> even to stay there during the yeah, day, right. it was rough because it's hot as fuck. Hell that no, weekend. that's too much. That's too much. This hot, weekend it was muggy. hot as shit. This weekend, like you can't really have mm-hmm. fun because as soon as you step out into the sun, man, you feel like you're getting ready to pass out. Right. So it was kind of like everybody just trying to find shade like they in the Sahara Desert or something like that, man. It, it was just crazy. Yeah, yeah. So. But I'll, I'll admit, their fireworks show, they love their American oh, yeah. traditions. Oh, yeah. Their fireworks are going off for at least, at least 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. If it goes beyond that, that means they had a little bit more in the budget. <laughs> And they're going to shoot some sparklers. Fort Wayne shit. Man, Jesus. I haven't seen a Fort Wayne fireworks show in in at least 10 years. It's just whack, man. No, I I don't watch it. We could do better than that. I know we got more money than that. We out here just throwing up anything now, you know what I mean? So No, I hate that because, for one, it scares the shit out of my dog. I I love my dog more than my kids. My my dog just sitting there just like, (laughs) yo, man, I'm trying to get him to go outside to pee because he goes to pee at night. And sure enough, man, everybody in this little park right behind my house because that's a nice spot to shoot off their fireworks and they were just lighting that shit up until midnight i'm like y'all don't like america that much when did black people care right. about fireworks that we much? never had independence in the first place oh shit i gotta let me drive on dupont i gotta have all everything seatbelt on radio down we ain't independent from nothing, you know what I mean? Oh, so they'll probably check you for a firework right. permit that don't even exist. <laughs> you know, but I understand though. We we gonna celebrate throwing up there, and they're not just shooting fireworks. If you know what I mean, they out there shooting other things that sound similar like, to fireworks. Become a firework. So, yeah, no, pop, 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 pop. That's not a damn firework. Come on, man. Come we on, know that. Man. That was a damn fucking twenty-two. You out here shooting? You know what I mean? So uh, it's all fun though. You know, it's all fun, and it's a celebration to cook out. My dad, he made ribs. I went bowling. I suck still at bowling. Uh, I thought I had a little bit of a rhythm. I kind of came back at the end, went bowling with a friend, and uh, loafed that up. But, man, just to be off, it was just the best part. You know, I mean, I ain't got to see my coworkers. I don't care for all the time. You know what I mean? Just to be off is uh, is always a blessing. So, yeah. Yeah, I had my, my three-day weekend. We were yep. off on Monday. Yep. Friday, we were trying to get out early. But, of course, you know, my boss trying to. Get his numbers up. Yeah, up. Like, all, yeah. right, all right, fine, whatever. We were at work, but we didn't do nothing. We might as well just been off. We had a cookout, and they brought uh, Mission Barbecue, so that was – I was shocked. You know what I mean? Like, we didn't do a damn thing, so. Mission Barbecue ain't bad, but I feel bad like it's overpriced a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I, uh, I, I feel like I know people who could cook better than that. Man, but. it's like Chris Rock and yeah, uh, I'm you, like, $20 <laughs> for one rib. Yeah, like, I just like, want one rib. That's one. what I That's what I told him. When I just, Let me just get one rib. Yo, you Man, want one what slab? about the bread that's underneath the rib? <laughs> like, holding the sauce. Like that. Like, just pour the water in my hand too. I don't even. 
<laughs> no, but uh, aside from that, man, the week's been all right. I've I seen a few movies. So, yeah, me too, man. Me too. Uh, we're going to get to that. All, so right. all right. Let's get to our standing ovation this week. You want to take it? Yeah, I'll take one first while we hot hot out the box right here. I'm going to go with my main man, Michael Shannon. Do you know who Michael? I know you're General, General Zod from Man of Steel. Oh, I, I, yes. had, I had to put a face yeah. to it. I was like, Michael yeah. Shannon? I, that's, a, that's a name that doesn't pop up. Yeah, but he, Mike, Michael Colbert Shannon, um, American actor. He's from Kentucky. Uh, he's been nominated for Academy Award twice. So I don't think he's ever won one. Um, he's been... Um, Played in the Revolutionary Road, uh, Nocturnal Animals. Uh, of course, he was General Zod in, um, uh, which is our Man of Steel, which I really like when me and Ryan pretty really liked. The Shape of Water. I don't know if you've ever seen The Shape of Water. I did see The Shape okay. of Water. Didn't that, that was the one that won, like, movie. Yeah, he, he got nominated for those, but I don't think he won anything. But I think the movie itself man, that, won. that was a weird-ass yeah, movie, man. Yeah. There's oh another God. one called... Uh, Take Shelter, which I just recently watched. I've never seen that one. So basically, like, this storm was coming. He had a dream of this big storm, and nobody believed him. And so he built this doomsday storm shelter, and it rained one night, and they thought it was the storm, right? And so he threw his wife and his daughter down there, and um, he he basically, like, was scared that the world was ending. And so the wife was like, man, you're, you're crazy. You're losing your mind. The wife was the lady from um, It. From they played the redhead lady in it, and the, when they were growing up, uh, so that was his mm-hmm. wife, and uh, everybody thought he was crazy, and it was just a regular thunderstorm. But he had been preparing for this huge storm that was going to end humanity, and so that storm passed, and then she opens the shelter, and it's just like everything's fine, and so they're trying to sign him up to go in a crazy house because he'd been losing his mind about this storm. It's a big storm is coming, big storm is coming, and um, finally they go to this beach, and they go to like um, actually, matter of fact, they go to Myrtle Beach. And uh, him and his daughter's playing on the sand, and they're just out there barbecuing an American family vacation. And he looked out to the ocean, and, like, the world, like, the water was rising, like, 30 feet. There was, like, eight tornadoes coming off the ocean. And so they kind of hinted that they end up dying because a storm really was coming. He really was preparing them for this huge storm. And they thought he was lying, and they end up dying because they didn't believe him. So it was that's one of one, the ones I really like. And another one I like was uh, Midnight Special. You ever seen Midnight Special? No, I haven't. Uh, his son, uh, he had a son who had superpowers, and he couldn't uh, figure out where what his son's mission was in life. And all, they had, like, this church that people would come to see his son, like he was the Messiah. And he was like, my son is just a 10-year-old kid. He's not, you know, no Messiah or anything, but he could do magical things. Okay. Well, it come to end up, like, this is probably one of my favorite of Michael Shannon, um, he ended, he ended up having to, like, get his son, like, uh, like on a runaway. Um, old boy from Bright is in it, um, the one who played an orc. He is him and him and that guy are taking this little boy across country. Oh, I know. Uh, Joel Yeah, Edgerton Joel Edgerton, Edgerton. Joel Edgerton, yeah. yeah. And so they're taking this little boy across country to try to figure out what his calling is. And to come and find out. The little boy wasn't really his. It was a he was an alien, and these aliens came to pick the little boy up. And like his emotions, like the way Michael Shannon played that was dope. Like you feel him in the movie. Like he's just stressed out. Um, all these people who are like um, religious people are trying to take him away because he he got powers like Jesus Christ would have. Mm-hmm. Like he can make water move and stuff like that. And he's just a little boy. You don't even know how he's doing it. Like his eyes glow. He has to wear glasses, kind of like Cyclops. And uh, Michael Shannon playing this character where he's just 
the whole time he's just trying to get the little boy across country to make you know certain moves and stuff like that so yeah so okay because yeah. he's a very he's a very underrated actor i do oh, yeah. truly appreciate how how good of an actor he is because i did think he made a good zod i think some people i think some people knocked him a little bit for uh-huh. being zod because he wasn't like the original right zod that we come to know like over the years from the original superman but you know he is he is a pretty good one i know he did um iceman Yep, yep. That was yep. that was a pretty good one. And he did like a few other movies. I can't remember the name of him, but he's like one of those actors where you see him in a lot of stuff. He, he, he was in Knives Out. Yeah, Knives Out. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. He played the movie with Seth Rogen and um old boy from um Winter Soldier, Falcon, when they were um um on, on a Silent Night or Christmas Night <coughs> Out or something where they uh they were all friends. Um um I think I know what you're talking and, about. And uh yeah, I can't remember the name uh he was the weed man. And they couldn't believe, like, every time they would see him, he would, like, disappear. And he ended oh, up being the, the night re- of. Yeah, the night of. Yeah, okay. yeah. So that was, he played, like, a comedy. He's very, very talented. He's only 46 years old, too. So he's very talented. I like that. I like his his emotions in the movies. He's kind of a, a stoic kind of guy. He doesn't really look always serious. But General Zod, he was definitely uh, serious. And he really played General Zod really well. But I liked him in that Midnight Special. If you ever get a chance to watch Midnight Special, check that one out. So uh, my salute tonight is Michael Shannon. So. All right, I'll check yeah. that out. Yeah, give him a try, man. All right, now mine tonight is going to go to a man that is a legend. Unfortunately, he passed away over the weekend. Oh, who's that? Now, this man is the director of all the Lethal Weapon movies. Okay. And I believe he did a few more movies. What was the next one? Uh, Goonies. Oh, the Goonies. The next all right. So all his right. name is Richard Donner. Now, he is a legendary director mm-hmm. and uh, producer. And I think he did a little bit of acting, if I'm not mistaken. But mostly he's famous for his uh, directing and his producing. Now, okay. like I said, he did Lethal Weapon movies. He did Goonies. Another one he did was uh, 16 Blocks, that one movie yeah, with, uh, with um, Bruce um, Willis. And, and um, Q-Tip. Or, and, no, um, not Q-Tip. Most, uh, most Deaf. Most Deaf, most deaf yep. so, yeah. Yeah, so unfortunately he passed away over the weekend. So he's going to be my salute tonight for uh, the standing ovation. Because this this I looked over his credits, man. I was amazed at some of the movies that I forgot that he actually did. Yeah, Superman. Yeah, Superman. Did, that yeah, was the yeah, other yeah, one. He yeah. did like the first two. Yeah, yeah, not yeah, the third yeah. one that's trash. Okay, I want to make sure his name <laughs> yeah. is not associated yeah. with that bullshit. So, yeah, salute to him for the legacy that he left behind because, like I said, those movies that he did were absolute classic. And another one that's one of my, I don't know if I'll put it in my top 10, but to probably make my top 20 is Conspiracy mm-hmm. Theory with Mel Gibson and Julia Roberts. I watch that movie with my wife a lot because okay. she's a real big Mel Gibson fan. Oh, I like Mel. I just watched Mel Gibson too over the weekend. Yeah. No, and um, another one that is uh, Maverick. Okay. I forgot that I watched that movie a lot. Yeah, that yeah. That was the one with him, uh, Jodie Foster, and uh, it had like a little uh, Easter egg of uh, had um, Danny Glover in it for mm-hmm. like a scene, and they played their little Lethal Weapon theme music for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he, that, he made The Omen, too. Yeah, the original. I've never seen the original Omen. The Omen? I, I'm ashamed oh, that I... Did you watch the, re-one, the remake in 2006? I watched the remake. Okay, and yeah, yeah, it creeped it me the fuck out. So <laughs> I, I was stopped. never scared of The Omen, though. <laughs> yeah. And another one was uh, Scrooge. Okay, yeah. But, now, uh, that is a classic. Bill Murray. Yeah, that's a classic movie right there, so I want to give it up to him and one that i did forget uh you remember the movie the toy with richard pryor yeah that was him <laughs> okay was like, okay yeah you yeah. know how long it took me when i got into my older years that he mm. kept saying masturbates 
I didn't, it took me forever I never to catch that. that joke. You know, there's a scene where Richard Pryor is telling little boy, little boy, it's not, it's piranha in here. And Richard Pryor's like, ain't no damn piranha in this pie. Yeah. He's like, man, come on, this piranha, don't go in there. He's like, Richard Pryor stepped there, no piranha tore his ass up. Yeah, dude. Oh, that was hilarious. Oh, I never forget that scene. So, so, so salute to Richard Donner to this yes. episode. Yeah, so good job. Stand ovation goes to you, man. Great legacy. Rest uh, in peace. Salute to you, man. Lived a long, yeah. fruitful life, man. But good God, man. Yeah, he left me some good memories. Oh, right yeah. There. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. All right. Now, let's get to our binge worthy. I haven't, I haven't been much. One, Okay. One show because we saw our man Scott, Scott DeMarco here, mm-hmm. who does our engineer here. Last week, he was watching one of my all time favorite shows. It's probably like number two or three on my list, and that's Fringe. Okay. I'm getting back into watching that again because I'm starting this thing where I watch a show Mm -hmm. over again just to make sure that I really enjoyed it as much as I did because I'm going to do The Killing next. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm going to watch that show all the way through. That's a long show, too. Yeah, Don't give a damn. I got plenty of time. (laughs) I will make time. Yeah, Even includes kicking my kids off the TV. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're going to like that too much. No, no, I would like to tell everybody to go watch Fringe. That is an all-time great show. J.J. Abrams made that show. And for some reason, it's like a it's become a cult classic, mm-hmm. I guess, over time. But altogether, that is an amazing show. And unlike most shows, it has a good, solid final season. Most shows mm-hmm. they fall off on the final season. I don't know why that has been for a lot of great shows. Uh, I f- I feel like it's probably a top ten all time show in my opinion because this show was really 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 good and it did not let me down as the seasons went on. So I've always heard about Fringe, but I don't think I've ever watched the episodes. So. It, it's one of those. It's, it's a sci fi show. I don't know if you're into the sci fi. Oh show. yeah, oh yeah, for sure. But yeah, but yeah. it's kind of like a. It's kind of. It's kind of like X Files with a little bit of a twist. Okay. Okay. So they have cases every single week. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, once you get into it, I, I promise you'll you'll start to like it, man. Because right. I'm trying yeah. to get into other shows. I tried to watch Manifest, but Fringe just caught me off guard. Oh I had damn! To watch. I thought you might have got on that. I know you told me about Manifest. Manifest. It yeah. kind of threw me off because I heard that they actually uh, they were going to do a season two, but I heard they canceled it. Yeah, I heard that too. But <laughs> a lot of people have been jumping on Manifest though. I don't know why they would cancel it. Yeah, so, so Manifest and Black Summer is going to be on my yeah. my list sometime this week. Okay. okay, if I'm not watching Black Widow for like 17 times. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, for for me, I've just been watching still that Black Summer, which is still chaos. Uh, nothing else has changed. I don't remember where I left off. I hadn't been had time to really binge watch anything. Uh, just uh, just chaos still. They still trying to get. Uh, to this, this, uh, this, it was this guy who had like a minivan or a lady who had like a minivan and, um, she stopped to use the bathroom and somebody like robbed or jumped in the minivan. And then another guy started beating this dude's ass in the minivan. And so it's just chaos, the whole show. And so those people all jump in the show and there's like the main characters, like this Asian lady, this curly lady lady named Barbara and another Hispanic guy. And they're just trying to cruise through this town. I looked it up. It's actually in Toronto, I think. I don't know if it's supposed to be in America, but it's actually a Toronto, Winnipeg or some bullshit like that. But anyways, um, they're trying to get to this uh, stadium where where there's refuge. And amongst all that happening, people are like trying to take their minivan from them, take everything they can. And so this pickup truck starts chasing them. And this is the last thing I kind of left off. And they went the wrong route, first of all. A little Asian lady doesn't speak English, and she's trying to read a map in Chinese to a <laughs> Hispanic guy who's talking to a white lady in the back. Like, it's just all kind of nonsense. Man, that sounds yeah. way too frustrating. Yeah, and so they're running, and they go through, like, this chaos section of the town where everybody's throwing, like, uh, bottles with gas in it and throwing uh, grocery shop carts with TVs in it, trying to block them off. And so they're running, and this pickup truck chases them, 
And as they're driving away, it's just zombies and shit everywhere jumping on the tra- a truck. And they run into like a, a side of a semi truck, and the main character flies through the window. <laughs> she gets knocked unconscious, and now they have to get out and run on foot. And like it's just extreme, extreme measures. Like everybody, the zombies are running like Usain Bolt after you, like <laughs> hauling <laughs> ass, like shoes coming off and everything, trying to catch you. And so that's the like that's the kind of where I left off. I haven't finished it, but I'm still on that Black Summer. I think you, you should get out and want to try. So I haven't watched anything new. But uh, Black Summer um, is out. And I also watched this thing called Fear 1994. I was going to start that, but uh, I never uh, got around to it. I, it's not great. That's, I, a, that's I, a three-parter, isn't it? It's a three-parter. They got the Fear 90, 1966, <laughs> I think 1974, and 1994. Uh, but um, it's just Are like all a, three of them out? Yeah, I think all three. No, I think just the 1994 is out. Okay. I, I could be wrong, but that's the only one I saw. I know I uh, saw part two. Yeah, yeah. That was out, but I didn't I actually get a chance uh, to see it. It's kind of like uh, it's some kind of witch that they awaken, and she's sending like her minions on this high school town called Shadyside. And eh, it's not all that great. So far, I'm just not blown away. It's kind of like Scream to me. Uh, like a slash, yeah, it's kind of like Scream the show, uh. like a slasher. Uh, it's rated R. It has um, Uma Thurman's daughter from Stranger Things, and I do like that. Ooh, uh, I like her. Yeah, okay, yeah, she, I watched yeah, this for her. Then, uh, uh, don't get your hopes up though. It's not. I all. watch a bad movie yeah, for, for uh, a good actor. Yeah, it's a couple. Uh, it's a little black kid. I don't know his name, but I've seen him around. A little chubby guy. Uh, I thought it was going to be more kid like, but it's actually a little more serious. It's rated R. It's a lot more cursing and people getting stabbed up. Uh, so I kind of left off where they just kind of discover like this witch's plans and how she's, they like awaken her grave or something. And since they awaken the grave, it's a supernatural theme to it. And they, um, the witch just cast her minions on them. And so they got to get away from this minions and this casting in 1994 and they're in this mall kind of like stranger things. So they kind of copying off a few things already, but, uh, okay. I give it a chance if I were you, it's not too bad. Um, it's something you probably could watch with your son. This it's rated R, but it's not over the top or anything. So those only two things. So it's kind of gory. It's a little, you are getting killed. There's one girl, a matter of fact, I ain't going to tell you, but people are getting stabbed in the back and the neck. Uh, they're dying pretty like slasher type style. So for sure. Yeah. Okay. That's yeah. all good. Yep. Yeah. All right, so let's get to now showing. Now, there's two movies that I saw this week. Mm-hmm. Now, the first one that I'm going to review is The Forever Purge. Okay. I saw that uh, yesterday. I've seen it too. <clears throat> now, compared to the first three, mm-hmm. no, technically the first two, the third one technically is a prequel that just showed how it all started. Now, this one... I like where they went with it, but it yeah. felt I, I I really wasn't too attached to the characters, no, which is no. which is fine, I guess. But it was kind of like like all right, you know how life imitates art, imitating life, that kind of thing. Yeah, so they're playing off the immigration it's, thing or whatever. It's kind of similar to what we're going on, and they, they're kind of neck and neck with us now as far as like real life problems that we're having. You know, what I mean? it is. So, but I did like how they took this one as far as because all the other ones, it was just one night. Get all mm-hmm. your shit out. Then, of course, yeah. there's, like, a story of, like, following one character around or whatever. But this one, there's, like, no, fuck this. This is going to go on for as long as we fucking say. Yeah, we gotta, yeah. It seemed like damn near half the country was in on right, this. Right, right. All right, first off, to get that large of a group of people to be organized in any kind of way is a miracle by itself. Yeah, yeah. That, that seems unrealistic. I can't even get me and my family to get organized <laughs> to lead a house at the same right, time. Hell. And they got half the company to be like, no, all right, everybody, like, get your six-shooter, get your yeah, rope. Yeah, but for what they were trying to do, you know they people would be on board. 
Uh, it was a racist movement. Uh, let's get all the Mexicans and all the Puerto Ricans and blacks out of here. <laughs> God damn it. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, they would be on board for some shit like that's going back to your American flag. And this movie kind of hinted to that. So I'll let you keep it. Yeah. Going. It really does prey on like your page patriotism. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which was, it was cool, but altogether, it wasn't like a horrible movie. Yeah, it definitely, yeah. it definitely isn't the best one. No, I still prefer the second one. I think the, I think the first one for me, like was, when they're all yeah. in, when they're focused on that one family on their purge night, the one with Ethan Hawke. Yeah, yeah, I like that one the best. Yeah, yeah, that I, one was good, I, but I think I like the second one. But I took felt it like that one was house. more like a horror theme. That it one was, seemed like was. more scarier to me. It was this one. I I enjoyed this one. I I, I was shocked. I didn't think I was going to like this. Um, I I didn't think it was great by any means, but I I actually enjoyed it. I thought the um, old boy from Remember the Titans who played a football coach, he was all sentimental about his son not liking Mexicans. I could see where it was going, um, uh, and I was shocked. I, I wasn't quite sure what they're going to do with the Forever Pet Purge, but I enjoyed. I just didn't like you said. I didn't care for the characters all that much. They didn't give me a chance to get to know them to really care for them. Nobody really did a whole lot, and to me, it felt more. Like Army of the Dead, kind of like a video game. I feel like there was just yeah, everybody was just chaos. It turned it from a forever purge to a zombie purge. Like people were just everywhere. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. I didn't quite, you know, know what they were just driving around in a semi. You know, I was like, come on, man. Like, there's a part where these motorcycles ride up on. I'm like, damn, the damn semi knocked their asses over. I was That's thinking the like, exact same thing. Get the thing. hell out of here. They, oh my God, motorcycles. Like, come on, like, man. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> like, like, turn right, turn you left. You're in a damn giant semi. They got a little ass bikes out here, you know what I mean? And so I felt like the, I felt like the movie, um, it took itself seriously. I felt like they were trying to get, the, the two main characters were just got here from Mexico. They 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 um, came here illegally. Now they got to get back to Mexico again. I thought that was very that, that was crazy. They were looking like, ah, damn, we got to go back to Mexico? And so Mexico people like were like opening, Canada and Mexico opened their borders to any American refugees for like six hours because we had total, you know, uh, mayhem here where everybody's attacking each other. The purge usually lasts for like 12 hours, but if you don't know the uh, synopsis of the purge, but it's, it, you, from them 12 hours, everything is legal. You can murder, you can st- you can you can rape, you can do anything, and the police cannot be dispatched. And I thought the one funny thing about mm-hmm. the whole purge is they said they can go only up to like a class four weapon. Yeah, I don't think yeah. they ever clarified what that was. I'm guessing you can't have like fucking like submachine we- weapons, and like stuff rocket like. launchers, yeah, and all that yeah, kind of shit. Yeah, but but people definitely like, did though. I'm yeah. like, you gonna do all that, man? Like, fuck, you gonna claim murder, and then you got to right. clean up crew the next right. day. Like it's a fucking like house party, like no, no, that don't that don't feel right. I I didn't like the little last stand they had. They were trying to get up this mountain to get over to the border. I thought that was kind of cheesy a little bit, but I did I, I did like the action. I did feel like the they never show what happened to the black dude that helped her. Uh, remember he helped him in the little oh yeah, like her, yeah, um, one yeah. of her coworkers one of her coworkers they made it yeah. seem like he was gonna be a, a interval character and he never really did they never showed him after that he's like I gotta get to my family and then that's it you know what I mean so I felt like the action was there they you can sign me up for the action people were getting tore up you know what I mean and so the, it started off right away once the purge was over and they just kept make kept it going and so they actually had it where it ended. Um, People were starting to rise up against the uh, the founding fathers, or whatever they called themselves, the NFAA or whatever. They started rising up, and I guess this could be like the final purge forever. Maybe this is the last purge, you know. So, you well, know. yeah, I, I, 
I thought it was a pretty good movie. It was, yeah. it was, it was solid. It wasn't like the greatest, but I was, I was entertained all the way. Through. I was, I was, man, and I liked the uh, the Juan character though, though that he was no joke. Yeah, you know I mean, like he was the one that kind of quiet the horses and stuff like that. And he yeah, I still a, feel like I didn't like, get enough background on them. Like they, yeah, just, they hinted yeah. at it. She said she was part of like some. Um, all female like militia, that, like, yeah. fought back against the cartels. Yeah, I was yeah. Like, He's like, what like you that's it? right? Yeah, that, we're that's just showing you like, okay, she knows how to handle a weapon. That's just giving her a, a giving you a, a idea why she can handle a weapon because she was a part of that court cartel. Uh, I don't know. Militia. They explained how Juan's background like LinkedIn. This like, a Mexican cowboy. He was just you know that knows how to handle a gun. Well, they like were saying marksman. like this ain't nothing. This like happens in Mexico all the time. <laughs> they were like, we've seen this before. I and thought they so, just knew how to duck. Yeah, <laughs> I know well, they knew how to handle. Yeah, all right. They were handling everything they could pick up. I mean, anything they grabbed, they were, you know, professionals at it. And uh, I just felt like, you know, there wasn't a lot of adversaries for them to get by. There was a little hillbilly gang there that, you know, that challenged them, you know what I mean? But um, I'd give this one three brownie points out of five. I don't think it was... I thought it was better than I expected, you know. So yeah, I was gonna give it like a two point five. Yeah, five. so we're like pretty close. Like it's right close. in the middle yeah, of the road. Yeah, it wasn't like yeah. the greatest, but it definitely wasn't horrible. Right, like, right. They like, they did better, and it's a more open for them to do. You know, what I mean, it's not like trapped in the city. They're out way in you know Texas in in the in the plains. You know, what I mean, like open space. You know, what I mean. So yeah, it was definitely better than Fast Nine. Yeah, I still which doesn't uh, take much these days. I, <laughs> I still haven't even thought about watching that. So, no, yeah, no, so no. Yeah. I'm still mad at playing at the drive. And I'm like, come on, man, play another movie, <laughs> yeah, man. They're going to keep that as long this. as they can because you got a teenager that want to see that crap. So, no. yeah. so no, that was the first one I saw. So, kudos to y'all mm-hmm. for making a better movie than Yeah, Fast it was Night. better than I thought. So, yeah. now the other one that I don't think you've seen yet. So, mm-hmm. we want to save that one for next week. So, you what, see what it? we got here? Uh, Tomorrow War. I haven't seen that yet. We're going to save that one for next week yep. because I, I, I did watch it and I did have my personal feelings about mm-hmm. how they could have done better but overall I thought and that's on Prime solid. right yeah that's okay. one of those on yeah. Amazon Prime so this is exclusive yeah. one kind of like they did like um, Michael B. Jordan's movie okay yeah 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 so I so. you know being all the festivities this weekend I got to watch only a few things so okay so next up is Loki let's, oh, let's, let's get to Loki because this was an episode that I was waiting for I thought this was going to be like towards the end of the mm. season about them finally getting to the timekeepers, but they got to the shits really quick. They did. Like, they oh, did. That's, I like that because that means they, they have more twists coming Right. They had the to turn it up episode. a little bit. So, yeah. All right. So, this one, this one was probably like a four out of five for me as far as a rating. This one was an episode that I was expecting later on in the season. I like how the. <laughs> I was wondering how they got off the planet. Then, sure enough, they showed us a little bit of what they did, which is, I'm guessing, like more of the information that the Loki gave, like um, Mobius. Mm-hmm. Like they can channel in more of a Nexus event by zooming in on the apocalypse. Now, they couldn't find him right away, but apparently, them two linking up caused a Nexus event for right, them to find right. him. But it wasn't like a normal branch that was going off a little bit. That, that branch was going straight the fuck up. Yeah, yeah. And I thought that was kind of weird. I was like, what the fuck is going on? But I was like, all right. But it was, <laughs> like he said, it was very narcissistic that like Loki's falling in love with himself. Mm, yeah, okay. Yeah. That is kind of weird. I, I see where I, they're I, going. Yeah. I see where you're saying. But mm. then again, it was kind of like, oh, what would you expect from Loki, man? Like, like he loves him. Right. Like, whatever. Right. So... That was a cool angle, and I love the angle that they're going with that the timekeepers aren't real. 
at least not the ones that they saw. Right. I, I was shocked because it went downstairs, and I'm like, oh, they are down there. You know what I mean? Like I knew they got like a little um, stairway to them or something. You know what I mean? I'm like, damn, that's kind of dope. So Yeah, I saw it, and sure enough, I had to turn my fucking captions on because what they were saying sounded so fucking weird. I yeah, like, I couldn't why, hear why, them why either. Why are they talking like yeah, that? Yeah, I didn't understand shit they were saying. So, it, it, so they, they looked goofy as fuck yeah. when I first saw them, but I was kind of like, okay, here we go. And then I saw her kill one of them. I was like, oh, damn, like, Homie didn't even bob his head. Right, he, it was all electronical, move. right? They were all electric. electric. Yeah, they're all androids, and that was that was kind of like okay. So my theory is like the TVA, like we all think they're all evil, or whatever. But I think the TVA was simply created by a character that a lot of people don't know about, but I'm sure you're looking him up as you're watching Loki. Is King the Conqueror? Hmm, now he's a time traveler that's mm-hmm. going to be linked into the Ant Man movie. But I think he created the TVA to get rid of Loki's because he's trying to create a timeline a certain way, and Loki keeps fucking it up. Really? Okay. Because that's why Loki ended up where he was at the end of the show, which he has, like, a bunch of variants of Loki. He had, like, the old Loki. He had, like, the the crocodile Loki. Then it had, like, a black guy who yeah, had I his own that. version yeah, of Loki yeah. with his own, like, makeshift, like, a uh, Mjolnir. Then it had, like, the kid Loki. So I was like, okay, this is actually a cool angle. So Loki doesn't die. He just goes off to another place where apparently like he's been held captive with all the okay. other ones that they caught. So that could that mean that's where maybe Morbius went? Because that hurt. That hurt me. I'm like, oh, no. I ain't going to lie. That, that I, 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 I teared up a little bit. I was like, <laughs> no, oh, fuck, man. As soon as I, I start loving yeah, him, man. man. I like this. But, you know, they kind of changed real quick. He, he was all about the TVA, and he just kind of took for Loki to tell him that they're lying to you. They're they've been lying to you this whole time, and oh yeah, let me think about it for a minute. You know what? Yeah, Maybe I they think, are. You know, I so, think deep down he knew something was weird. Yeah. I thought it was a weird thing that he was in love with jet skis, but he's never been on one. Right, right. Which means that, that there's some kind sense. of memory that's just there's some kind in of there. memory, and it took for that black lady to uh, talk to Sylvie. Like, what did you do to me? Like, show me what you do it again. And uh, she was on board right away, too. So it kind of didn't take a whole lot of convincing for them to be like, you know what, maybe they are lying. But we were all about, you know, we were all about the TVA. And now all of a sudden it took for y'all just to come in here and say a couple different things. And now we're like, oh, maybe they are bad. You know what I mean? So they kind of switched a little too quick for me. Yeah, they flipped pretty yeah, fast. Yeah, they did. So, yeah. and But uh, I like I liked it, though. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like definitely I knew they were going to have some kind of relationship or some kind of feeling for each other. Uh, cause, uh, Morbius like, yeah, they, they killed her or they proned her or whatever. And he was kind of stunned. Like, Oh yeah. They did what? <laughs> they hurt? They killed her? Like, no. Well, and so, yeah. What y'all I, do with my boot? Right, right, me? right. So I, I don't know. Something's going on with this Sylvie girl. I got my eye on her. I don't know if I, something between her and the light skinned girl, the girl who's like the, in charge of everything. Um, oh, the story on yeah. the light skin girl, at least according to the comics, is yeah. that she is like the love interest of King the Conqueror. Oh, okay. okay. So that makes a little bit more sense because you, because based on how the episode went, because you saw how it started. Like mm-hmm. they just came and found like the young Sylvie. Right. And they said that she was a Nexus event. Now but that how was, she that was so the, weird by itself. How does she know where to go? Like she just went and jumped in the, the that was thing. A, that was that was a one hiccup that I saw on that show that made no sense. Like she just grabbed that little tent yeah, pad, whatever. Like, she knew exactly oh, let me how to go work to it. Apocalypse. Like how she know to hide in Apocalypse? And it's like nobody yeah. ran after her. Right, right. And she, she couldn't have, she couldn't known about all this at that age. They made her way too smart at a young yeah, age, right, especially right. for somebody who doesn't even know the TVA right. existed. She seemed to know how to operate that. Thing and this alternate reality stuff is confusing me. Like it's like how what? I'm still a little bit lost. And I know how you say you got like the 
you know, like with Spider-Verse and stuff like that. But it's still a little confusing to me, like how there's a woman him and a, a black him. And you know what I mean? Like, it's dope. It's, it's dope. It's a dope premise. It's just confusing me a little bit. It so. is confusing, but yeah. I'm, I'm all here for it because yeah. I'm hoping that what happened with Mobius is that since he's a variant, that he just went to a whole other planet where there's variants of him. Around. Right. Hope so. I hope like, Kind of like how that Jet Li movie is where you, they're all skipping around timelines to find themselves or whatever. Yeah. Different versions of them. I'm kind of hoping that it's kind of like, okay, eventually like Loki's gonna go to this planet with all like versions of him. Well, some would say that Owen Wilson is the best part of this show. Like, I mean, like he really yeah, is. Yeah, like, like he really makes me more attached to the show. Yeah, emotionally. right. Because he's he's got a lot of uh, charisma on camera. He's him and Loki are great together with the banter. You know what I mean? Like, and then um, that emotional end left people like, oh, we just like starting to like him. You know what I mean? We oh yeah. Really like like uh, Owen Wilson's character. So uh, that stunned me. But I, I had a feeling that those um, timekeeper people were fake. I just when I saw them, I'm like, okay, there's some kind of angle they're going with. But I, I I still say this one was the best one yet. So this is the best uh, episode yet. Good. So and I like how they threw um the um, the one the one lady in there, uh, Jamie Alexander, who plays mm-hmm. uh, Lady Sif. From okay. The Thor movies, yeah, the yeah. one girl. I thought that was nice to put her in because she never got closure on the movie because she wasn't one of the ones that died in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Okay. Like his whole crew. She was the one that actually stayed alive according to, I guess, the cinematic universe mm-hmm. because they didn't show her dying there or in... Um, she had like an episode in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. where she mm-hmm. came to Earth to hunt some kind of... Um, some kind of... I don't know. Some... some how do you pronounce it? Like a... Um, she was acting like a bounty hunter in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, she came to Earth just to find, like, one guy. I'm like, okay, this is random. <laughs> right. I'm like, okay. Like, how come you ain't dead? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But whatever. I was here for it. So, it was nice to see her come back into the universe because most people just forgot about her, apparently. Right. So, overall, this was a good, solid episode. And I am very much looking forward to the last two. Yeah, I'm excited now. You know I mean? I, I enjoyed it. You know I mean? It was an emotional, you know, back and forth here with what was going on at the end. And so... uh I saw Loki get prone. I was like, oh, what the? I know he's coming back. So I wasn't yeah, quite concerned. Yeah, as soon as I saw him get prone, I was yeah, like, okay, yeah. this ain't as bad because obviously he ain't going to be dead for the last two episodes. Right, right. He's coming which back. Means yeah. Mobius is still alive, which hopefully. Thank yeah, God. Yeah, because that I hurt. love him. Yeah, I like him. He just want to get on the jet ski, man. I That's know, this, I hope if they don't end the show with him on a jet ski, like, <laughs> like throw the whole show away. Right, like, man. Let's do this with that. He's just got fond memories of a jet ski for some reason. So, uh, oh, God and I me. think that's what you said, and I think that's why he really started to believe if he did, once he did, because he did have that, what, how the hell he know about jet skis, or why is he so uh, attached to jet skis and stuff, so uh, yeah. that was pretty dope. So. Yeah, and at the beginning of the episode, they said, like, the one girl that um, she had um, linked to when she was in, like, the bar drinking with yeah, the one yeah, girl, yeah, they yeah, just yeah. went and said, like, yeah. oh, she died. C20 or whatever, yeah. He was like, yeah. she died? It was like, like, she was fine when we left. She was like, no, she couldn't make a sentence, yada, yada, yada. Right, yeah. And, and he, then he started questioning, like, huh, like, because he was trying to interview like Sylvie, the mm-hmm. other variant, and the other girl, the and they wouldn't let her interview. Her yeah, there. wouldn't let her interview at all. And I'll, if that was me, I'd be like, all right, red flag. Why can't I talk to her? Why are you the only one? Because right. technically, she got loose because of you, and somehow you became a judge. That was yeah, very weird, right? Yeah, well, was, so yeah. whatever. But overall, man, just go ahead and binge Loki. It's a great show so far, so good. They can only get better with the last two episodes. I'm still crossing my fingers that they have some kind of link into Black Widow. Before her movie comes out. Right. Yeah, that's like, that comes we'll out just, Friday, right? Yeah. Yep, and we're just going to dive right into that just to give it a quick little uh, preview mm-hmm. of how we're going to guess this show, this movie is going to go. Now, 
I've heard, like you've heard, like some of the reviews aren't the greatest. Yeah, they have not for this been one, which is too excited about it. Yeah, because the only other bad movie that Marvel has in this cinematic universe, not like all the preview, the pre-Marvel ones like Howard the Duck, Blade, and all that stuff. The only other bad one they had under their belt for me was Captain Marvel. Now that I actually was like other, I like Captain Marvel though. We must have watched the wrong movie <laughs> because I looked at I that. Didn't I didn't think was like, it was all that bad. I mean, I don't think it was the best of all the movies, but I didn't think it was bad. No, I love Brie Larson, but like I said, her as Captain Marvel, like I just don't buy it. Like she tries too hard to be like cool and witty and all this other stuff. It's just I, I'm not I'm not buying it. I would have bought it more if it was Emily Blunt. Yeah, playing Captain Marvel yeah. because I love her as an actress and an action mm-hmm. star now. But you know, to each his own. Like Captain Marvel was just the one movie that we had to watch because it was linked into Endgame. Right, so a it, lot had, of people... it had to help her. She had to help fight, you know, Thanos and all that. So, so I'm hoping my theory is Black Widow isn't going to be the biggest Marvel movie this year. My guess is that uh, Shane Chi. Yeah, yep. that's going to be the big one for this year because I saw the new trailer that just came out with mm-hmm. for that one. That movie looks fucking dope. Yeah, Even yeah. with Aquafina in it, I ain't yeah. gonna lie. That movie looks fucking dope. <laughs> yeah, we know. Man, I'm yeah. all here for that shit. I just don't want to get my hopes up for uh, Black Widow. I think it's been a long time coming. Got pushed back last summer because of COVID. Yeah, it's only been coming out for like two years now. It's been released for like two years, but I just you know when I I, I don't remember what I read from what I saw, but it was just not good things. You know what I mean? So um, let's just keep it at a minimal. You know, maybe we go in there with lower expectation. We can only go up from there. I don't want you to go in there with high expectations and next week you're like, man, that freaking sucks. So no, um, I refuse to believe that of all the movies yeah. that's coming out, that Black Widow is going to be the bad one. Right. They have too many fucking good characters in it for it, be, for it to be a bad movie because they have Red Guardian, which, like I said, is the Russian Captain America. Mm-hmm. They have Taskmaster, which is one of the most badass villains that they have in their right. their their pantry right now as far as all the villains. Like He's going to be a fucking badass because he can mimic any character that he watches. Which one is David Harbour, the, the Russian Harbour, Captain American a, dude? He's a Red Guard, the Russian Captain Okay, American. so they said he did a hell of a job, but the rest of the movie was, like, mediocre. Oh. They said he was funny, and he, he, from what I read, he carried the movie. From what I read now, that could be. And well, this dude's a pretty reliable source. He's usually somebody I like to really, you know, uh, rely heavy on as far as his movie experiences. Because he, um, he is a good actor. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, and, you except know, for Hellboy. That was shit. You didn't like Hellboy? Fuck you no! You like uh, Ron Perlman's Hellboy more. Ron Perlman's yeah, Hellboy yeah, is the only Hellboy that I okay. acknowledge in okay, life. Okay, okay. I didn't think he was all that bad. I thought it was a little more serious. He looked he like a good Hellboy, but yeah. the story was just terrible. Yeah, it was a bad. story. It was a terrible. Even with that first Mila, Hellboy was great. Oh man, even with my baby Mila in it, it, it was <laughs> still wasn't that good. Yeah, I was like, like for real. Yeah, let's just go in watching. You know, let's go in there with the modest expectations. I was hyped because it was rated R. Yeah. I was like, that's how you do a Hellboy movie. Yeah. Make it yeah. rated R. Even though Ron Perlman did an amazing job with his version. Right. This one was just kind of like, eh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember falling asleep on it the first time I watched oh, it. Oh, no, that's bad. That's bad. You fall asleep on a, a comic book movie. Right. It, it I almost did too because I saw The Purge in um, Regal Cinemas. I was like, yeah, damn, I got the reclining seats back popping. I'm like, man, I was getting kind of tired. You know what I mean? Like, sheesh. That's, that's a, a trick right there. Right. Put, like a recliner seat. The only Hell thing this yeah. is a blanket. You know something? People always come looking for their seats at like 20 minutes after the movie come on. Is this F4? F4? No, man. Get out of here. Oh, this, yeah. It's almost like yeah, they're playing Duck yeah. Duck. You're yeah, like 17, uh, no, 16, 15, 14. I know. 14, Where the hell? Looking at my seat. Got a flashlight on my seat. Like, what uh, seat are you in? Right. <laughs> I'm in 12. Right. You know what I like to do? I like to go with somebody and wait for a scary part, and I like to press their seat. And make it jump on the scary part. <laughs> and, uh, you an asshole. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, like the chair switching. <laughs> Oh, shut up. I like it to recline back while they're watching an intense part, you know what oh, I mean? So, God, that's yeah. Funny. Oh, so. Yeah. Oh, but, <laughs> you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I'm trying to stop giggling because that's just funny to think about. Because I think I did that to my son when we were watching like a uh, It. Oh, it probably peed on himself. No, now. man, because I be, I be playing with his hair or whatever. <laughs> like, he get all twitchy and shit. <laughs> Oh, that's right, hilarious! I'm really dumb. All right, yeah, whatever. I saw a new movie coming out called uh, "The Night House" with Rebecca Hall. That looks oh, cool. Yeah. That looks good. I it's did like, see that trailer. Um, is that the one where I was like, um, the husband died, dies, and then yeah. she like sees like bloody footprints on right, the dock right. or whatever? He did something to the house and made it like tricky. I can't really recall. It feels like there's like two versions. Like they're yeah. kind of looking into a mirror, and right? It's like in right. Reverse or something. Like it's a scene where she opens a door. But then she wakes up on the couch looking at the door. Like it's like he he did something to the house, or he he passed away. But whatever he did before he died, he turned the house into some kind of maze or something. You know right, what I mean? Because I so, thought for sure it was gonna be like some invisible man kind of. Could, that's what I thought too. But I, it looks pretty good. So that's something that's uh, in the, in the works here, and I think that's coming out pretty soon for this fall. After um, I wanted to talk about uh, uh, before we get into our, our family feud. Um, you, what you, we always talked. We talked about Charlize Theron, but uh-huh. I watched Mad Max over the weekend. What do oh, you? Oh, Mad Max Fury. What Road. do you think? You think that was a hit as as far as everybody you know is Fuck guessing? Yes. It was a, definitely Fuck a hit. Yes, I that always movie was so goddamn good. I seen right. it. I, I know. I remember I seen it four times in theater. Oh yeah, because yeah. it was really yeah. fucking good. Because that little um. That little land, that little tornado scene when they go into the tornado. Yeah, like cars. a sandstorm. Yeah, yeah. Oh my yeah, god, dope, that was so beautiful dope, to watch. Dope. Oh my god, that yeah, was it so was such a great. Uh, everybody did a good job. I mean, Charlize Theron, Tom Hardy. I mean, every little part of the cast. had the little old women crew on the motorcycles. I mean, everybody did what they the hell they were supposed to. No, that's one of that's that's one of my that's definitely my top twenty for movies. That oh, movie yeah. was really right, good. right. I just wanted to know. I if was you not thought, expecting that. I just wanted to see if you thought it was the hit like I thought it was. Because I had a couple people tell me they didn't think it was all that. Who the hell? You know, all just people friends. I worked at at work and they didn't Stop think it was that great. So I wanted to, to I them. wanted to talk about that one. That's a I watched that over the weekend and again for the you know, I don't know how many times, but. Uh, to watch it with somebody who hasn't seen it and watch their expressions, like the person was overwhelmed. Like, oh my god! Like, stop! Like, what is going on? You know the part where they're trying to make it back to the Citadel. That should have oh, my, it, that have the anxiety on ten. Like everybody's on these stilts and they're tilting over and grabbing people and snatching them out. And that was uh, dope. Did yeah. you see them with the band on? Yeah. The oh yeah. <laughs> that was just like it's yeah. so over the top, right. but it's so right. fucking fun to watch. This dude brung everybody just to chase her down in a semi. You know what I mean? Like, oh my god, that yeah, movie is yeah, amazing. It's dope, man. And uh, Charlie Theron, Charlie Theron, great job. As Furiosa well. is dope. I mean, and Tom Hardy. I mean, like him playing uh, Mad Max. Uh, you know, I you forget that Mel Gibson was Mad Max. You know what I mean? Not that he did better, but the movie was so good that you kind of overlooked the original Mad Max. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Well, no, yeah, no. So. That, that that movie was an absolute hit. Yeah, yeah. And I so. absolutely love it. And oh, what, yeah. what I'm thinking about before we get past this, did you hear the story about um, Stephen Dorff who played um, in the original uh, Blade, Blade movie? Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, was, uh, he was one of those people that was trash in Black Widow. Not that he's seen the movie, I think. I think he was trashing it because from what he's seen, he's saying that it wasn't a good movie to watch. He said it wasn't artsy or something like that. He really? kind of like like kind of like in the same opinion that um Martin Scorsese had. On, like on Marvel, Marvel movies movie, are just yeah. too over the top. They're not art. Yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. First off, I was conflicted about this because I'm like, dude, 
you're literally famous for playing in a comic book movie. I don't yeah. know you from any other movie. He really. played when he was literally playing this movie called The Gate. I don't remember that, that, that was pretty popular horror movie where these they would play this record backwards. And before he was grown, I mean, uh-huh. he's got to be in his 50s, um, he played in this movie where they played this record. And it was this little, you know, suburban house, his kid. He was a little boy. And his neighbor played this record back when they opened this gateway to hell. And these little tiny, tiny demons came up from underground. There was a billion of these little demons, no bigger than a water bottle. And his parents went on a trip and left him home with his sister. And they were having like a house party. And these little demons just came and raised hell in this house. And Stephen Dorff was a little boy. And I think before he played uh, Frost and Blade, I think he was known for the gate. And at the end, this big, big demon came to be like the final, you know, the final end to the movie. And he shot it with a rocket, a, a, a fake rocket that he had, uh, a toy rocket that he had. And I, this 80s to a T. Uh, it's called The Gate. Check it out sometime. It's a horror movie, uh, but it's definitely Stephen Dorff is like a 14-year-old boy, and they didn't realize it. Actually, he fell down in the gate, and when he fell down there, his legs got caught, and these little tiny demons were biting his leg. The demons are as creepy as hell. This so, sounds wild. Yeah, it's a horror. We know I like horror. So it's it's something you would have found in the – you know, at Dave's video in, in, in Southgate back in the day. You know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. So, but yeah, I understand what he's kind of, I kind of understand some of these guys are just, they're tired of the Marvel reigning supreme maybe, you know what I mean? And they're no, not but getting, it all just sounds like hate. Yeah, he was in a, a Marvel certain, movie. Yeah, like you said, Blade was a Marvel movie. Yeah, but yeah. I, now the conversation I'm, I'm trying to figure out is like, what do they consider to be art? Right. Because I don't know if they're talking about like, um, it's not like a traditional movie where there's like a nice background, a storyline, yada, yada, yada. Or they're just right. overwhelmed by all the action in the CGI yeah. that Marvel uses. Because yeah. technically, if they want to break it down to, I guess, low action, low CGI. Because like I said, or well, like we said, The Joker was a great movie. Right. I enjoyed that. And apparently, they recognized it at the Academy. He even won an Oscar for it. Dark Knight won an Oscar for their version of The Joker with a Heath Ledger. Logan was an amazing movie, in my opinion. Like it was like all real acting, like not a lot of CGI except for what they had to with his claws and all that. But stuff. But you know, like some of them, like you said, are not. You know, they were coming out back to back. They had a they had a run there. Marvel took over for a while, and they still are with all the shows. Maybe just tired of. Marvel having their hands on everything, you know what I mean? But I like how they always single out Marvel. Like, they don't even acknowledge DC. First of all, that's yeah. kind of funny. That's, that's really <laughs> Well, funny. they can only talk about what's hot, you know what I mean? DC is not hot, you know? DC, they're trying. Well, their TV shows, at the very least, reign supreme over... Well, they did reign over Marvel, but Marvel's got... They, they hooks into it, so WandaVision and all their other stuff, they've blown them out the water, so right. they had to try. They had a good run. But aside from that, I don't see what they're talking about with with artsy like it's a movie it's supposed to be made a certain way because they don't knock any of those those stupid ass romantic comedies that are just so damn you ever see a movie so dumb you get mad that they actually made it yeah oh yeah i've seen tons There's of like movies like thousands yeah. of movies like <laughs> that, but, that and you know he's probably he's out of his prime you know i mean he's not uh you know getting called recalled want, for these kind of movies anymore he he's would gonna, love to be in a marvel movie right oh, now heck because yeah. that's a great payday right now and i don't even know what the hell he does now i don't think he has like a show or he's like a firefighter or something like that, some show. But he I, did something else. I can I only can picture him as Frost in the Gate. Exactly. That's it. You're playing the fame. That's yeah. like that's crazy. Like Wesley Snipes talking about like Marvel movies are like trash. I'm like, dude, 
you're famous for playing a Marvel character, man. Why don't you just be a little bit more appreciative of people that gave you like your big break? Right. I don't quite understand what their argument is about art. Like, what do they want? They want like they want to see a new version of Casablanca. Or yeah. Like that? Well, you know, they're kind of going back in time to release some of these movies. Black Widow's dead now, so we kind of like maybe he's saying like, well, "Come on, man, the lady's dead." You know what I mean? Let's make a movie about something newer. You know what I mean? So, but you know, he's not relevant, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't even pay no attention to what the hell Stephen Dorff says. Like you said, his biggest fame is playing a bad guy to Blade, which is an awesome movie, my favorite movie of all time. But he's none, no longer relevant at this point. So. Well, because I don't like to diminish them because they're not relevant. Because right. everybody has their opinion, and some of it is more and he grew up about another, than others. And he grew up in another time. He's older in his 50s, you know what I mean? That their time didn't have all this... You know these these action Marvel movies, DC movies, and all that. So no, I just don't like it when they just they just try to belittle it. Like it, like Marvel movies are just like big ass like theme parks or whatever. That's just they're just to entertain. <laughs> right. Well, first off, a movie is there to, to entertain, entertain in the first place. In the right. first place, otherwise, why even make a movie? Just right. make a documentary about something else. Okay. And secondly, like a lot of these actors do their damnness as far as acting. I don't mm-hmm. hate that they don't give. Like Robert Downey Jr., his credit for being an actor as right. far as playing like Iron Man or Captain America, yeah. like Chris Evans. Like they're doing their job as far as being an actor. They're doing their best to like convey like a character with like a bunch of emotions. Mm-hmm. Because even in their TV shows, they can they do some real serious acting. They do. They do. Like WandaVision, like I felt her pain oh, when she was God. going through with that shit with Vision. Right. And she collapsed or oh. crying. I was like, Oh yeah, when he like, left, dude, oh that hurt. I feel like, like he left dude, me. This is real yeah. acting, yeah. man. They're actually putting their hearts out there. <laughs> yeah. Like Especially with the stuff that um, um, blind or blinking right now with a Falcon and Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. like all the commentary that they're showing, like what's going on with the world, the racism, like and all this other stuff. Yeah, they're hitting real life subjects. In this yeah, show, they're actually like doing their job of mm-hmm. like reflecting what's going on in the world. I can't say that Stephen Dorff or anybody in that nature have done anything that powerful no. in their career. So I no. don't quite understand. Like, if you want to do something better than what they're doing, why don't you try to change it instead of right. complaining about and it? I his, hate people that his, do that. Yeah, his biggest claim to fame is going to be based off Wesley Snipes. You know what I mean? Like, Because yeah. nobody would know him unless you're a moviegoer like we are. They're going to remember him as the bad guy, but they're not going to know as Stephen Dorff. I guarantee people, people, guarantee people don't remember him for that. I mean, they don't remember his name. They might know him. Oh, he was the bad guy from yeah, Blade. Yeah, they'll see him as like, yeah, he's just yeah. like, oh, that's Deacon Frost. Yeah, he's they don't the even remember his real name. You know what I mean? But I know him from the gate because I was a horror fan. I'm a horror fan. So I know him from that first. So Because uh, if you look at Marvel's lineup, they have like an amazing lineup of like serious actors. Yeah, yeah. That they're bringing it. They're bringing yeah, it. Yeah, they got Mark Ruffalo, who's a great actor, yeah, man. Don they got, Cheadle. They got Michael B. Jordan. I mean, they yeah, really going with like it, Yeah, like Chadwick, rest in peace, Oh, man. and he was probably the best of the bunch, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, man, he was going to be our next Denzel, yeah, man. Yeah, he was. I was man. really mad, man. That but sucked, man. Yeah, don't just be belittling people just because right. they don't do what you want them to do. Right, and, and that's what's hot. Thing. That's what people want to see. You know, like I mean? nobody so, gets mad at Seth Rogen for making all his goofy ass comedies or Adam Sandler. Like, get mad at him. Yeah, for putting out all that bullshit for like ten years. <laughs> hey, like, hey, hey, no, I like man. some of that shit. No, man. no, Jack and Jill makes me want to fucking vomit. Every now, time I those are bad. I, I will admit, yeah, those no, are so bad. They can green light something like that, man. Yeah. Go ahead, make your own version. Like, yeah, I, I can feel the pain. I feel you. So, all right. So, that being said, I am going to actually link him in. With your card. All right. See how it all plays in? Okay, man. I'm on you. All right. Now, name a movie that features vampires. Oh, Blade. Blade is number three. Are you offended? I am very offended. All right. That's how fine. But it's on the list. Number? But this Blade is on the board. There's only uh, four answers. Bram so. Stoker's Dracula? Dracula, yes. That oh, is Dracula? number two. Okay. Um, vampires, the movie Vampires. 
No, it's not on here. Oh, that's no. Counter-Strike. Uh, Lost right. Boys. No, that's not on here, too. That's so What the weird. hell? All right, now, the one popular one, which you probably never seen, this thing about the vampires that came out recently, that big-ass saga with the sparkly Oh, the, uh, the um, Twilight series. Yep. Yeah. Twilight is number one. Okay. And last is, I, I'm calling this an all-time classic, with my guy, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. Oh, uh, Interview with a Vampire, Man. which I didn't understand when it came. I'm like, how the hell are they interviewing a vampire and nobody get eight or nothing? You know Man, what I mean? Like, that is a great That movie. was dope. And it's creepy, too. Like, if you watch that, it's kind of creepy. Like, I know it's a little more drama-ish. A lot more drama ish, but yeah. there's a scene where, um, is it Hillary Dust? Dunst? Um, um uh, is it uh, Kirsten, Kirsten Dust. Dust? Yeah, where she, uh, um, when they dumped, they dumped, um, old boy's body, Tom Cruise, into the into that swamp, and he gets up out of there. Man, he was looking creepy, like him and uh, it was because it was uh, Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, it was some parts that were. Pretty creepy, you know what I mean? So I that's a, that's a classic, though. That's classic for more reasons than just, just being a vampire movie. That's a dope movie. So. It somehow becomes like an underrated Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, I, people kind of overlook that. I think people kind of helm that to be a Brad Pitt movie. Yeah, when I see yeah. him, I instantly think the mm-hmm. first few movies I think about, first one is obviously Mission Impossible. Mm-hmm. The next one is actually Days of Thunder. What? Like not, the one, not Top Gun? Top Gun, yeah, but... Days of Thunder, I don't know why I said I think I watched it so much because it always come on TBS or mm-hmm. TNT. It was like one of those movies that always came I, on all the time. You ever seen this movie now? This is Tom Cruise at his youngest. It's called Legend, and it had Tim Curry as the demon, as the devil. I've never seen it. What? It's like this never mystical, fairy-like world where these unicorns are being killed. And I'm it's, guessing this is like he was like young, He was young, like, like 17 or 18. It's like his first introduction to movies. Tom Cruise is the main character. Damn, I thought and Caps was his first movie. It could be. I, he was def- like a, an ROTC like a soldier or Yeah, whatever. yeah. It might be before that. Okay, that was around that time. It might have been. Well, around. anyways, Tim Curry plays the devil, and the devil's trying to take over the world. Hmm. And these, these fairies bring Tom Cruise into like this alternate universe where these unicorns are, their horns like can save the universe. Their horns are being ripped off. And Tom Cruise and these little trolls are trying to fight Tim Curry, it, as this devil with horns. He's He's got a big red horns on. This is 80s to a T. I've uh, never seen But that Tom one. Cruise is, well, that's when I first seen Tom Cruise. He was young as shit, and he ends up saving the day. So, yeah, if you ever get a chance to watch Legend, it might be Legion. Legend or Legion. I can't remember. It was something like that. So I'm sure it's on one of my streams. Oh, services. yeah, check it out. So I got one for you. Name an actor or actress for playing historical roles. An actor or actress. This could be a woman or a man, yep. That's that's known for playing historical roles? Yep. Um, Daniel Day-Lewis. That's number one. He does all of them. Yep. Um, Meryl Streep? Meryl Streep. Nope. No Meryl Streep. Damn. No, from playing historical characters. One of them I just watched. I, I mentioned I watched this over the weekend. I don't know if you heard is me. Is it say. Chadwick Boseman? Is no, 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 no. Um, movie we talked about before. Um, he is um, the movie that I watched over the weekend. that had on kilts and the paint on their face. Oh, uh, Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson's number two okay. answer. Yeah. Number Damn, two. Damn, he's number two? He's okay, number two. That's pretty hot for him. Uh, uh, Wallace, um, what's the name? Uh, the guy who is a real character. William Wallace was a real historical character. So oh, Didn't know that. Yeah, you didn't know that either. Yeah. Huh. So. Historical. How many is on the board? Uh, you got three more. Known for playing historical characters. Let me think. Um, 
Damn, does has Robert Nero played anybody real? No, he's not on here. No. Um, I'm trying to think of a historical. I character. think Jane Fonda is his daughter, or his sister, or daughter. I think it's his daughter. Uh, Henry Fonda. I think they related. Yeah. Damn, what did he play? I don't know. I gotta look. I gotta <laughs> that's look number that three. Up. That's Man, number that's three. A, that's an old one, right there. Yeah. Okay. Um, um, yeah, I'm gonna use some more hands. I can't think of too um, many people because it ain't Meryl Streep or Tom Hanks and shit. Throw the whole card away. This dude, uh, let's see, he played in Chandra's List, uh, Shutter Island. Uh, he was in Iron Man Three. Um, bald dude. Um, oh, uh, oh shit. Um, Jeff Bridges? Oh uh, no, no. Um, uh, oh, you said Iron Man Three. I was thinking um, about the first one. Uh, damn it. Uh, I'm hitting the face to it, but I yeah, can't think of his he's name. He's known. He's a you know him if you see him. Uh, ben Kingsley. That's what. It's yeah, like. yeah. Oh. And then the last a British actor. Yeah, yeah. He's a British. Actor. Yep. And then there's one more. Um, I give you a, just a quick hand. He played in that Project Power. Um, Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. Fox. Yeah, Jamie Foxx was playing uh, Ray Charles. Damn, he played one character. I know. And we That's why I thought Chadwick could be on here. He, he got like the three least of our amount heroes. of votes. He got the least amount of votes on that one. He was last place on that one. Damn, so. Chadwick played like James they, Brown, yeah. fucking Thurgood Marshall, fucking Jackie <laughs> Robinson. He ain't on the card. Right. He should have been. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. He Jamie, played all Black History. Jamie Foxx played Ray Charles, and they're like, oh, yep, that's it. Yep, well, I guess so. if you win an Oscar, I guess they take yeah, you seriously. Yeah. So I understand that. There's nothing wrong with that. So all right, so let's do our hitting gems, man. Before we head out. Now, mine is going to be linked to my standing ovation this week. And this is a movie that I watched a lot as a kid. And that movie is called Radio Flyer. Have you ever seen that one? That sounds familiar, Radio Flyer. It was like two kids, and they have like a, they move to this new town, and then they have like a stepdad or whatever who's really abusive. So I guess their plan to like run away or something like that was basically they're going to take their old like Radio Flyer wagon mm-hmm. and they were going to turn. They're gonna take that and turn to like a, like a glider or something like that. They're gonna like fly away or something like that. That's basically what I remember of it. But I remember, it would always link to me because of, uh, I guess the story of like child abuse, like mm-hmm. the stepdad, like being too stuff. aggressive, yeah. yada yada yada. So I remember watching that a lot lately. A lot lately. I think I watched it like last month, and coincidentally, like he died like a month later. So I remember how. Richard Dunn is always linked into like a lot of movies that I watched okay, as a kid. Yeah. So that and Goonies, I ain't gonna lie, I think I watched Goonies like at least twenty times. Oh man, Goonies is a classic. It's I mean, an all time classic because they make you shop. feel like you're going on an adventure with them, you know. So yeah, I like those little treasure hunt movies. Right? I mean, yeah, they're just so stupid and corny sometimes. But the eighties knew how to do it. You know, you got Cindy Lauper in the background and all the scenes. You know, what I mean, they they knew how to do it. You know. So, oh man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, so so shout out to them, man. Shout out to you, and go check out that. That movie, Radio Flyer, man, I think y'all would actually find it a little bit more sentimental. It's actually very relevant to what's been going on today as far as, like, family issues. So check out Radio Flyer. That's my hidden gem for you guys today. I think it's on Amazon Prime, if I'm not mistaken. All right. Well, I got one that's going to be a horror for me. It's uh, definitely in the horror. This is one of the scary movies that was underrated for me. It's called Lights Out. Uh, Came out in 2016. Yeah. I don't think I've seen that. One. Oh, check this one out. This is scarier than you would think. Because it sounds uh, it's, it's it similar sounds to similar that. To, um, is it like the one where the one girl is deaf and she got like intruders in the house? No, 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 no. This okay, is. I'm thinking about something else. No, 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 no. This is. Um, so this girl, she her she was sensitive to light, 
and they put her in a crazy house where she can like mentally manipulate you to like kill yourself and stuff. What the fuck is this a mutant movie? Yeah, or something? she could she could mess with your mind and like just she wasn't have powers, but she could she would torture your your mind and that's what she so they put her in a crazy house. Well, she was sensitive to light, kind of like you ever seen powder. Oh, the yeah. one kid that's Little born blind, albino. Yeah, so basically he couldn't be in the light, but in this one she can't have any light. Like this would burn her, and so they tried to use light to bring that out of her. Like they tried to use like a reverse psychology and reverse methods and they killed her by giving her too much light. And so her spirit became evil. And so, but okay. while she was in this nut house, she befriended another little blonde girl who was only friend to her that she didn't try to kill. So as she's an evil spirit, she comes back to this blonde girl who's in her forties now, because they were little kids when this happened and she's trying to befriend her again, but this lady has a family. So she kills all of her family. She's some kind of evil demon now, and she can't be in the light. So the first scene is this guy's in the warehouse, and he see like this creature that's in the darkness with white eyes. He turn the light on, she gone. He turn the light off, she's standing right there. Oh, and uh, yeah, I hate yeah. So every time you turn the light off, <laughs> she gets closer and closer. So she kills the whole family. And um, Gabriel Bateman is a little boy. I know I've seen him. I know his name. But he's, he plays a little boy in a lot of movies. Uh, he's a little boy in here. And, and he's the son to the daughter, uh, to the mother, who's friends with the with the actual creature thing now. And so the lady invites him into the house. But she has to turn off all the lights in the house and all this stuff. This shit is scary. Because the whole time the little boy has got to live with this. And the lady's just walking around at night in the dark and he it is it really wants to kill him but it doesn't and so the little boy gets cps call because he's not getting sleep and all this stuff mm -hmm. the sister gets involved and it just takes off from there and they have to like fight this entity and there's a scene where the sister who moves out she's she's a grown person now and she's sleeping she's got like across the street like a eat at joe's sign or a donut shop sign with the light flashes on all the time and she's sleeping. She like looks in the hallway, and the damn thing is just standing there. Yeah. And she gotta run to jump and turn on the light before it kills her. You know what I mean? Because they can't have light. So basically, at the end, they gotta fight this thing. And that she turns off all the power in the house, and she grabs the girl's boyfriend, which is hilarious. She grabs him, and he, he outside, and he takes his car and turns on the light, and she drops him, right? And uh -huh. he was, the, the family's trapped in the house, and he just takes off running, leaves everybody. It's <laughs> that hilarious. Like me. <laughs> That's what I would do. Like, fuck y'all. But it's scary as shit. It's underrated. It's like um, horror to a T. This will give you nightmares. This is like, don't watch this one by yourself. Uh, I was shocked how scared I was. Like, oh, my God, this is scary. I was looking around like, man, I'm scared. You know uh, what I mean? Like, hereditary. Yeah. And, and this was not on that hereditary line, but this was scary. Like, man, sometimes you hear something creeping around in the darkness. Don't watch this. This is going to give you bad thoughts. Oh, that's yeah. just playing on your feet. Yeah, that's yeah. So this no. one's on Hulu. It's called Lights Out. If you're a horror fan and you want to give it a try, if you haven't seen it, hopefully you, you, you probably already have seen it. But if not, give this one a try. It's called Lights Out. It's on Hulu. Check it out. So. Yeah, stay home, watch that, not Fast 9. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be anti-Fast 9 right. to the end of the year. Oh, I, and that. I tried to warn you, but, you know, nobody listened to me. But, hey, you got to watch it for yourself to get that feel. No, you, last time I survive. listened to you, I watched Hereditary, <laughs> and then I end up couldn't go to sleep right. oh, like well, the next week and a half. Well, maybe you should have went to sleep on F9 because uh, that sounded bad. I didn't see anybody when I went to the theater this week. I didn't see nobody signing up or buying tickets for that. They were all buying tickets for uh, the bodyguard, Hitman's bodyguard, and the Purge. So, yeah, so. 
Oh, just I walked out of that movie just feeling like deflated. Like like you know how you go bowling yeah. and then you gotta you bowl that gutter, but you gotta make that turn around to everybody <laughs> and they looking at you like you stupid. Yeah, that happened to That's me. That's exactly a few how times, I walked but, out that theater. Yeah, like, man, yeah. I ain't I ain't never been this damn disappointed right, in my yeah, life. Man. I I had a great feeling that that was gonna suck so bad. So but you know what? Let's make up for it hopefully with uh, Black Widow this weekend. So Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna be optimistic and if Black Widow is as good as I think it is, yeah. then I'm probably gonna watch it at least Three times. I know I'm going to see it Thursday right. with my family. Mm. And if it's good, if it's solid, I'll text you. Mm. Then I'll probably go see it again Friday. Yeah, then I'll probably see it a couple mm. more times over the weekend. All so right. Yeah. I'll probably contact you and Ryan to see what y'all want to go yeah. see it or whatever. Because if it is, if it's a bad movie, I'm going to disturb everybody away from <laughs> like, hey, like yo, yeah. yo, yo, y'all, y'all want to go see the Purge again? Save me from my 1050. You know, so no, so, but. I, I'm gonna leave out hope because I refuse to believe that Marvel is gonna put out a shit ass movie, especially mm. when it's been like a year and a half since they put out a movie, and their shows are so fucking good. I refuse to believe they can make a bad movie at this point. Yeah, but I mean, that, just to get your hopes up because you know they're, they 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 have been hitting home runs, but they're bound to strike out here. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, well, yeah. Captain Marvel was every, an inside the park home run. Yeah, they can't ha- hit on everything. Everything can't be a hit, you know. So it's gonna be with so many things that they're putting out. You know, we've been like in awe of most of it. You know, I mean, something's gonna be bad. You know, I mean, I think maybe one of the Iron Mans weren't all that great. You know, I mean, so some of these are not gonna be. Yeah, Iron uh, Man too. Uh, yeah, it, it was kind of trash. Which one had um to do with the cables? Um, which one was like on a racetrack? Oh, Whiplash. Whiplash. That was a, yeah, that was a Iron Man. Too. Yeah, that was um, Mickey Ward. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah, that, Mickey Ward. That, yeah. He wasn't a great bad guy, but it was kind of like. Okay, yeah. you're the son of the guy that right. you know, helped build the art. Yeah, and it, so we were what? just starting to care a little bit about Iron Man. Like I said before, Robert Downey Jr. and, he, and Iron Man like helped each other, you know, because Iron Man was not a popular character growing up, you know well, what I mean? So they both kind of made each other, and now Iron Man is people dressed up for Halloween as Iron Man. They got Iron Man fig- action figures. I've seen him on some cereal, you know what I mean? Like, it really pop made him popular, you know, so. Yeah, the, so if anything else, everybody, go – Watch Black Widow. I am going to vouch for it because because I'm holding out faith. Because it's not like Fast Nine Faith, but this one I refuse to believe Marvel isn't going to make a bad movie. So go out and support. Like let's make this like the second biggest movie of the year. Right, Shang Chi. That's going to be the big one of the year because I think that Internals is going to be the real bad one. Really, I I think that one is. I think it's going to be boring. I think it's going to be a bunch of backstory. It'll be visually like nice to look at, but it's kind of like, ugh, like like I won't be intrigued enough because I'm still. I still can't figure out what the fuck is going on. Right. Like, y'all live forever. Y'all don't help out with nobody with their wars or whatever. Y'all just hanging out, watching people die. Couldn't jump in to stop Thanos or whatever. Like, like <laughs> why are y'all here? Just right. living forever just to do nothing? Hell, at least Wolverine got up and did something. But, right. you know, whatever. I, I, I appreciate the attempt, but, yeah, I'm calling my shot. Shang-Chi is going to be the big one. I hope year. so. I hope you're right. I just don't want nobody to go out there and be like, oh, man, Black Widow. I'm super excited, and then we come back here next week and be all sad about it. So, yeah. If I come back sad next week, man, we might have to cancel the whole episode. I might take the whole week off. Like, you know what? Right. Everybody looking at me weird. Like, hey, he told us to go see it. Now it's this bullshit. I can't get my money back. Damn it. Yeah, oh. so. So, but, you know, thanks for tuning in, everybody, man. Go out, see a movie once again. So, thanks for supporting uh, the podcast so far. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to appreciate everybody. We appreciate everything going on. So check out Black Widow, and uh, that's going to be a wrap for us tonight. All right. Have a good night, y'all. All right. Good night.
Sitting Gucci roll like they say up at UNLV. Young Rebel, Young Money.